And it's at that point that things really start to change because that's faith that is alive. That is faith that works. That is faith that accomplishes things in life because you're taking God at his word. Live your faith, build your business, and change your world. This is Live, Build, Change. Hey, welcome back to the Live, Build, Change podcast. I'm Kerry Green. You can call me whatever you want to call me. I guess I'm just a fellow traveler on this road to building a business that can change the world. We are all about living your faith, first of all, as the fundamental component of that, then building your business by integrating business with those Christian practices, and then changing the world through the income, through the revenue that that business provides. And I want to invite you to be part of the Live, Build, Change community on Facebook. If you're at all interested, you can go to livebuildchange.com slash FB. Well, what are we going to talk about in this episode? Well, my hope is that I can encourage you to get started building some kind of side hustle or part-time business for yourself that is able to put you in a place where you can experience the kind of benefits that added resources to your family budget can bring. Now, I want to start out by telling you a little bit of my story. I was first getting into the online space, working at some of these money-making ideas when I was still working a full-time job. In fact, it was more than a full-time job. It was a pastoral position at a local church, which you know is often on call, more than 40 hours a week most weeks. And I felt at first that I just simply didn't have the time. My thinking was, you know, my time at home needs to be at home. I need to be working alongside my wife to help raise the kids and all those things, which are exactly true statements, things that were very close to my heart. And so I I used that, even though it was a very good thing, I used that as an excuse for not getting started on any kind of side business for a long time. And looking back, I can't say that I actually regret it because I feel like I learned through the experience, but I do sometimes wish I had realized something that I realize now. And that is that there is a lot of time that happens in my week that is wasted time. And I want you to hear me clearly here. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. I'm just telling you what I discovered in my own life. I spent a whole lot of time watching movies with the family or going to bed at a decent hour. (laughs) And I'll get back to that in a moment to explain to you what I mean by that. I spent a lot of time fooling around on Facebook, watching YouTube videos, reading fiction books, all kinds of things like that. Now, we could go back and forth together and debate whether or not those are good uses of your time. And I totally am one to understand the value of rest and downtime and absolutely advocate having things that help you to just disconnect your brain so you can relax. That is not at all what I am going to be railing against here. Instead, the point I'm making is this. There are moments throughout your week that you spend doing things that in exchange, you could put aside for a season to begin building some side income. Now, it could be any of the things that I've mentioned already, or it could be some other things that come to mind for you. Maybe it's video games. Maybe it's going out with friends. Who knows what it is? But the point is, you have the time if you're willing to make the time. 
I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but I remember once the way that that truth came home to me is I was talking with my father-in-law about a guitarist who was one of my favorites at the time. His name's Phil Kagey, plays an amazing acoustic and electric guitar. And I was listening to some of the music and my father-in-law was right there and he was hearing the music as well. And I just kind of under my breath said something to the effect of, man, I would give anything to be able to play like that. And you got to understand, I'm not a guitarist at all. And my father-in-law looked over at me and he said, no, you wouldn't. And I, I turned and looked at him and I said, what? what? What do you mean? He said, well, if you would give anything, you would be doing it. The point that he was making was the things that you really want in life, the things that really matter to you, are the things you make time for. So apply that to this issue of side income, a business that you're getting started for yourself, and think through how badly you really want that. You might say, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I want that, I want extra income, I really need extra income, I want to pay off bills, etc., etc. But what are you doing to show that you want that? Are you working a second job? If you are, I would say you probably really want that. Are you learning, educating yourself about what you could do online to build income for your family and and get that budget kind of squared away faster? If you are, then I would say you really want that. But if you're the kind of person who I was for a while and you're making excuses saying, I don't have time or it's not something I can fit into my schedule, I'm encouraging you on this episode to take a long, hard look at that belief. Because my guess is that that's a false belief. My guess is that there's plenty of space in your day, in your week, that you could carve out. Now, going back to my story, the place that I discovered I could carve out space was in the evenings after my kids were in bed, after my wife was actually in bed, I decided for a season anyway, it was going to be worth it to stay up late. And by late, I mean, you know, my wife say is in bed by 930, going to sleep by 10. And those are just figures. Some days it was different. But I was in my office sitting at my desk by about 1030. And I would work on ideas. I would read. I would watch videos. I would learn. I would listen to podcasts, equipping myself to build the businesses that I wanted to build. And it took quite a while before I got anything going that was actually profitable. But I was doing the work of learning. I was doing the work of amassing the knowledge that I needed to get rolling in some kind of venture. And for me, it was from, say, 1030 at night, sometimes till two o'clock in the morning. And I paid the price the next morning. You know, I was groggy. It was hard for me to get up, those kinds of things. But, you know, I had committed ahead of time that the cost I was going to have to pay in terms of lack of sleep or tiredness, or a feeling of overall busyness was a cost I was willing to pay because I wanted to change my financial situation. I wanted to create a means of income that was outside of my chosen profession so that I could begin achieving some things I wanted to achieve, like paying off debt, like saving for a potential kid's college fund or future medical bills. Like setting aside money for giving to people and being a blessing to those around me. And you see, those things are things you have to want. You have to have a commitment that you're going to do those things. And commitment comes from deciding, from making a choice. 
in your own mind that you are going to do whatever it takes to accomplish the end goal that you're aiming at. You think of athletes, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant, all these guys who are the best of the best of the best. Now, arguably, they all have natural talent, but they also have worked incredibly hard to attain the top of their profession, because I can guarantee you each of those guys knew going into their particular sport that there were other guys out there who had natural talent. They weren't going to be the only ones who would be out there on the floor competing on the basis of natural talent. So what would make the difference? And the difference is commitment and hard work. And I want to suggest to you that the difference for you is going to be hard work and commitment as well. And it's not that you're competing against each other. It's not that there's someone else you're trying to beat. Maybe you could look at it as this. You're trying to beat your circumstances. You're trying to beat your version of normal. You're trying to beat the debt. You're trying to beat the bills. You're trying to beat those forces in the world that would hold you back. And now I'm not a conspiracy theorist where I'm talking about government conspiracies or anything like that. I am talking about the natural tendencies of the flesh. This is a Christian podcast, so let's just talk about it honestly. We all have laziness. We all have apathy. We all have those kinds of things that cling to us and try to convince us in our own heads that this thing that we're aiming at, whatever it is, really isn't worth it. And we'd be better off just taking it easy, going and watching that extra movie, playing that additional game on the Nintendo or on the PS. You know, the thing is, you have got to decide. You've got to commit that what it is you're trying to build is worth any price you have to pay. Now, let me put in a quick disclaimer. Of course, I'm not saying you sacrifice your family through the time that you're spending on your business. I'm not saying you neglect them. I'm not saying that you do a shoddy job at work if you're still working a full-time job just so you can do this in the evenings. That's not what I'm saying. When I say whatever it takes, I mean within moral and ethical bounds. But I think you get the point. You are going to have to do some things you've never done before in terms of sacrifice, in terms of time spent, in terms of the labor that you put into these projects that you start working on, if you are going to see any change in your financial situation. Let me just say, this is not all about the finances. This is about you becoming all that you can be, all that God has equipped you to be and gifted you to be. This is about you maximizing the life that God's given you. And that's a thing the Bible calls stewardship. Usually only hear that word when the guy at church is talking about a stewardship campaign where they're trying to raise money for a new building or the budget for the next year. And those are not bad things. But stewardship has a broader meaning than that. Stewardship means taking care of the things you've been given in a way that they bring benefit to the one who gave it to you. And who is that? That's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's the one who has given us everything we have, including our talents, our smarts, our resources, our ability, and most of all, our ability to learn and grow. And we need to think more carefully about that responsibility, that we need to be living, learning, growing for the sake of maximizing this life, for the sake of our King, Jesus Christ. And that's something I can't emphasize enough. So once you get that in your head, 
And once you realize that this journey I'm challenging you to go on is not just about amassing money, though money will probably come from it. It's about you developing yourself into a better version of who God has created you to be by by learning and growing and equipping yourself. Then comes that point that I'm talking about, that point of commitment. And what is commitment? Have you ever stopped to think about that? Well, you could say you made a commitment when you got married, and hopefully you did. You could say that you're committed to your job, which I hope you are. You could say you're committed to all kinds of things, but let's dissect what really makes up a commitment. What's the anatomy of a commitment? Well, I would say, first of all, a commitment is recognizing an end goal, recognizing something that you're aiming toward that you want, that you believe you're supposed to go for, that you are convicted is a part of your future that you're supposed to go and get. So you've got to have a vision for the future. You've got to have an idea of where you're headed. Then I think the next thing is you've got to have an idea of the value of that thing. It's got to be something that means something to you. You've got to want it. And then perhaps the next step is a decision. It's a decision in your own heart and mind that I am going to get this thing, whatever it is. And that's something I think you should go through that whole process, those three steps, very prayerfully. Perhaps a good exercise would be for you to get out a journal and to write down some thoughts about what it is you're wanting to accomplish through side income, through a side business. And not only write down what it is, but also write down why you want it. What's the why behind it? The chances are you probably need a bigger why. And as you discover what your reasons are and what it is you're wanting to accomplish, then start writing out the things that are going to stand in your way. Maybe it is time. Maybe it is a full-time job. Maybe it is, you know, all kinds of things along that line. But I'm here to tell you, none of those things can stand between you and that goal if it's something the Lord is putting on your heart to do. None of it can. But you have got to decide that you are going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Now, quick caveat here. Don't do this independent of your spouse. If you are married, your spouse is your partner in life. Your spouse has a rightful claim on your time and your energy and your attention. And you need to consider them in this equation. So maybe a good thing would be to have your spouse listen to this episode and understand where you're coming from. You need to explain to them what it is you're after and why you're after it and why it's going to make a difference, not just to you, but to your spouse and to the rest of your family and even on into your future. Those are things you need to talk about together because ideally, if the two of you have the very same goal in this, it's going to be a lot easier for your spouse to sacrifice some time so that you can sacrifice some time to learn and grow and begin building the business that you're wanting to build. And do you see how that works? It's very much a partnership. And in a Christian marriage, especially, the two of you are one. You are to work together toward the goals that God has for you. So your goals are his or her goals, and his or her goals are your goals. You want to be complementary in the way that you live together, in the way you work together. And this is just one example of how you can put that to practice. So maybe before you have that conversation with your spouse, You need to do that little exercise I just gave you with a notebook and a pen and paper. 
and get it clear in your own mind what it is you're after so that when it comes time to talk to your spouse, you can talk about it with more conviction, more clarity, more understanding of yourself even about what it is that you want. And then hopefully your spouse is going to sense that conviction and get on board with you. And hey, if you're not good at making a case for things like this, just take that little notebook that you wrote in and read from it. Just tell your spouse, hey, I want to make sure I don't mess this up. I've been giving it some thought. Here's the things I'm thinking. I wanted to just read it to you. And then just read it. Nothing wrong with that at all. And so this issue of commitment, this issue of deciding what it is and getting started is powerful. Now, I want to take just a moment before we wrap up to talk about some of the obstacles or some of the excuses that might come up in your mind as you begin thinking about this kind of a thing. Now, I know there are people out there who are listening to me and hearing what I have to say about this, and there are things banging around inside your head that are telling you you can't do this. And it may be related to excuses like some of the things I've talked about already, but I think what I'm aiming at here is less about excuses and more about, should we say, unhealthy beliefs that you have in your head about yourself or about what you are capable of. You know, I don't know you. I would love to know you, by the way. So if you want to introduce yourself, please do so in the Liberal Change Facebook group or email me at carry at liberalchange.com. But because I don't know you, I don't know your history. I don't know where you've come from. I don't know the abuses or the, the verbal things that have been said to you in your past that may have dug very deep into your soul and into your beliefs and have caused you to think things about yourself that are not true. But I'm here to tell you that God has created you, yes, you, with specific talents, with specific traits that he wants to use in powerful ways. And you cannot be his obstacle. You should not be his obstacle. You need to be right in line, right in sync with what he has in store for your life by agreeing with him that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's from Psalm 139. And that you have talents and abilities that he has given you that are to be used. So that's really another sort of a commitment you need to make is that I will become the person God has for me to be. So if you're struggling with self-confidence, you're struggling with the belief that you can learn these things that might be needed to build this side business, or you're struggling with the issues surrounding skill or competence, or maybe I'm not a techie guy. I don't know about all this computer stuff. Hey, stop for a second and listen to what's going on. You're having the voice of doubt echo around in your mind before you even know the real details, the real story of what it is you might have to do. You're just imagining all these fears of what it might be like, and and you're feeling a fear about your own ability to accomplish anything. And I'm here to tell you that is not the Spirit of God that is telling you those things. It's a lifetime of habitual wrong thinking. And it may have come from you from a parent who told you you couldn't do anything right or you didn't measure up. It may come from a a comment, a teacher or a coach or somebody made way in your past. It may come from experiences where you've had some failures in your life and you've had some hard disappointments at your own hand, perhaps because of mistakes or bad choices that you made. 
We know what the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that all of those things are not only behind you, they are forgiven. God says he casts your sin as far as the east is from the west. Now think about that for a moment. Picture a globe for a moment. If you begin traveling north, you're eventually going to start traveling south, right? When you hit the North Pole, you're suddenly going to be moving south if you keep moving in the same direction because of the way north and south work. So I think it's very interesting that God did not say he would cast your sin as far as the north is from the south because at some point those two meet. You know, you're going north, then suddenly you're going south and, and that transition happens. But think about east and west. If you start traveling east... You're always going east. You're never going to start going west by continuing in that same direction. And I think what God is saying is east and west never meet. They're always away from each other. And so when he's cast your sin as far as the east is from the west, he's essentially saying it's gone. You'll never be able to find it. Except some of us keep dredging it up day after day in those faulty patterns of thinking, those false beliefs that we have, kind of re- punishing ourselves for the failures that we've made by canceling out in our own minds our ability to do anything better than what that was. And I tend to call that letting the past dictate the future. You know, that was then, this is now. That was you back then, this is you now. You not only are a new person because of Christ in you, but you have grown in your knowledge. You've learned from your mistakes. You have a new future ahead of you. And if you begin to learn these things that I'm teaching on this podcast, not only about how to build a business, but more so what your faith in Christ means for you in that endeavor, you're going to begin realizing you are a different person now than you were then. You've got some talents, some skills, some abilities that you had back then, perhaps, but you didn't realize you had. Because the fact is, you are a new creation in Christ, and Jesus Christ himself, the creator of the universe, lives inside of you. And the Bible says, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And your job is, first of all, to recognize that and agree with that before God. To quit doubting God by saying you can't accomplish things. To quit calling God a liar by telling him, your past is too heavy, the mistakes you've made are too big. You don't have the confidence or the skills to step out and do something. But I heard once long ago that God's commands are also his enablings. And the point I'm making there is that if God is calling you to this, if you feel that stirring inside of you, if you know that this side income thing is something you should be building for yourself and for your family, but you're feeling a little bit afraid, that tug that you feel is God himself prompting you to move forward in this. And it's going to require this thing we talk about often at church, but we hardly ever know how to practice in real life, faith. It's going to require some faith. Faith is not a passive thing. Faith is not wishful thinking. Faith is not just hoping and hoping and hoping that something happens. Faith is an active word. Faith takes action based on what it believes. And here's where all this comes together. If you believe you are being prompted by God to start a side income business, to grow yourself, to learn more, to build a business that can change the world, you've got to integrate that faith first into the equation. And you do that by believing that this is God calling me. And if God is calling me, he will equip me and he will enable me to accomplish what it is he wants me to accomplish.
Do you see how that works? It's more than just believing. It's believing enough that you act on that belief. And it's at that point that things really start to change. Because that's faith that is alive. That is faith that works. That is faith that accomplishes things in life because you're taking God at his word. You're being confident that if you step into this place where you don't feel you have skills, but you're confident God is going to help you, guess what? He's going to honor that faith and he's going to begin helping you. He's going to show you the things you need to learn. He's going to show you the steps you need to take. And don't think it's going to be easy because it won't. Faith journeys never are easy, but it's going to be much more than what you've ever experienced in your life because you're going to see God actively working in your life like he never has before. You know, it's pretty incredible that this whole process of building a business that I'm challenging you to consider is perhaps the one arena where you are going to grow spiritually more than you ever have in your life. And that's because building a business is hard. There are many places where it's uncomfortable. There are many times where you don't feel like you can actually pull off what it is you're aiming to pull off or what you need to pull off to keep your business moving to the next level. But I'm here to tell you that if you trust God in those steps and you continue to press forward, praying, trusting, believing, equipping yourself the best you can, not giving up out of laziness or out of sloth or out of a sense of inadequacy or or lack of self-confidence, but you keep pressing forward in faith, knowing that God of the universe will help you, you are going to see not only God come through and do some amazing things. That's really the secondary thing. What you're going to learn most of all is that he is going to grow your faith in some incredible ways. And I'm excited to see that. I would love to interact with you about this journey that you're on. I'd love to hear where you're at in this process, and I would love to know how I can pray for you and how I can help you. So the call to action for this particular episode is twofold, I guess. First of all, get out that paper and pencil and start writing down your reasons for building side income. Start writing down the why behind it. Get it clear in your own head so that you can become committed to it. And you can count the cost and get rolling. Secondly, your call to action is this. Email me, Carrie, C-A-R-E-Y, at livebuildchange.com and let me know where you are on this journey. I would love to correspond with you a little bit, hear a little bit, give you some encouragement, and then connect you to the Facebook community so that you can meet other people who are eager to be a part of your journey and for you to be a part of theirs. Because I believe together, We're going to accomplish this thing of living our faith, building our businesses, and changing the world. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Live, Build, Change podcast. And as I say on every episode, I have one thing I want you to do for me. Please prayerfully consider one person who might benefit from what you're hearing on the Live, Build, Change podcast. And if you're listening on your smartphone or an iPad or whatever you're listening on, even a computer, there is a way right there on your app or on your device to share this episode. And I want you to flip to that sharing screen and not just blast that out over social media, though you can do that if you want, but think of that one person and send them a personal message. And by personal, I mean, introduce the message like you would writing an email or a text to someone and tell them, hey, it's Joe, if that's your name. And I just 
came across this episode of Live, Build, Change. It's a podcast about building your faith, building your business, and changing the world. And I thought it would be an encouragement to you. And so here it is. I wanted to share it with you. Just take that one minute to send a personal message to somebody, and you could be having a tremendous impact in equipping them for a life better than they've ever known, equipping them to grow in their faith like you are beginning to grow in your faith, and equipping them to honor God in every step of their life as they build a side business that can truly change the world. Again, thanks for listening. Hope to see you tomorrow morning on the Morning Mindset edition of the Live, Build, Change podcast. Change podcast.